So let's focus on Albion Park now for tomorrow night. We've got a nine-race program action just prior to six o'clock tomorrow night. The free-for-all is race number two, so 5.37 start time for the first. Darren Clayton joins us online. Darren, good morning. Hey, good morning, Chris. How are you today? I'm really well. Am I crazy thinking that the track record could be in some sort of jeopardy tomorrow night at 150.4, looking at this free-for-all race two tomorrow night? Oh, it's certainly uh, it's got the right horses in the right draws to to certainly set it up, hasn't it? You've got Maywin's best to um, while he's getting a little bit longer in the tooth, he just loves to roll in front and he loves to to thrive under that hard racing and hard driving. So from gate two, like you see, you, you spoke to Graham Dyer yesterday. They they know when they've got a gate, they've got to use it. So uh, he'll be there in crunch time or. If he has to do it the hard way, he'll be certainly making a, a good case of trying to get across uh, Maywin's best because they probably feel that at the, at the current point that they're a superior horse to Maywin's best, but from their draws, um, Maywin's best has got to do his best to protect that inside. So it certainly sets it up. And I'll put it uh, in, in another way. When Cruz set his or equaled the track record in 150.4, do you know the horse that sat outside him in that run? No, 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 no I don't. Colt 31. So Colt 31 is going to get that cold sit. And I'm a bit like you, Chris. The more and more I go back and look at this race, I think it's really setting up for him to finally break through this season. Mm. So, so you're tipping Colt Thirty One at this. Are you alarmed by that drift that Jerry just outlined with with crunch time? A dollar sixty now after opening a dollar forty. Oh, I think the dollar forty was far too short. I even thought uh, I saw it perhaps be an even money shot. I did originally put him on top in when I've gone through and, and done the form, but it's just one of those nagging concerns. I just keep coming back. Um, you know, can he sustain a tough run and hold off Colt 31, who, the way I map it, crunch time sits outside Maywin's best, Colt 31 trails through and is in the 1-1 on the back of crunch time. So there's not really going to be anything coming from deeper in the pack. You wouldn't expect him to get covered up and he can wait as pretty much as long as he likes and just have that one cold sit on him. Mm, yeah, it's a fair point. I was the same earlier in the week. You see Crunch, and you think, yep, he'll win. But the more you sort of pull that race apart, uh, it's sort of yeah shaping nicely for, for Colt 31. The, the other thing I have concern with with Crunch time, and it's obviously not a major thing, but the fact that he's gone week to week to week for so long. So he raced on July 10, July 17, July 24, July 31, 7th of August, 14th of August. So that's, what, six weeks in a row. Um, but he's obviously thriving because he, he clocked 51 for two starts ago and he was huge last week in 51-8 when he was parked out. Yeah, exactly. So um, certainly not taking any ill effects at this point anyway. And you know, some of his runs, like not forgetting, he was he went around in that rising sun, that, that one that you say the 10th of July, that was the rising sun where he had no mm. luck and buried away. Actually found the line pretty nicely in that race. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the free-for-all. And at this point, uh, you're leaning towards Colt 31 there, race number two. What is the standout selection for you on this non-event program tomorrow night? I thought we could strike early, Chris. Uh, I thought uh, race one, number 10, Mac Da Vinci, 
Uh, he was put on the front end last time and was able to hold on. His form the start prior was uh, Crunch Time, who who nutted him in that race. I think the, this is a race where there should be a little bit of early pressure over the 2100. You'd expect Tommy Lincoln um, be getting forward there at some point, Midnight Man going forward. Uh, I, I just thought it sets up nicely for Mac Da Vinci to get another win and go back-to-back. Okay, so Mac Da Vinci, the best bet. So that's the yes, sir. What about the no, sir? Is there one that's in the market that you're not really keen on? Uh, you delivered last week with both uh, yes, sir, no, sir. Uh, Was Firebug at West Point was the no, sir. What have you got this week? Yeah, I'm a little bit um, at pains to do this, but uh, I just think it was Governor Juju on race four, number six. He's a horse that I, I really like and I've liked him all the way through. He's first up here for in over eight months. We last saw him back in December. His trials have been okay. Um, but I think just first up, he's not going to be given a gut buster. It's 2,100 uh, there on Saturday night. From gate six, he's obviously going to have to do some work at some point, whether it's uh, early, mid-race, or, or save for one shot. I think either way that looks, I, I just think he might be the one that uh, will be a no-sir this week. But uh, like I say, it pains me to say it because I'm a big fan of the horse. OK, so uh, Governor Jujon just putting the, the brakes on him first up tomorrow night. Quaddy legs tomorrow night, races 5, 6, 7 and 8. Let's give a, uh, a quaddy to our listeners. So this first leg, race 5, early scratching 6, jumping Jack Jimmy. How many do we need to play in this first leg tomorrow night? Yeah, I thought you could go with... Uh, Two or three, depending on your look. I think this is a really great race to play uh, some trifectas and exotics too, Chris. You've got Franco Hampton, the likely leader, Life Lavros on his back. So they're the, they're the two for mine, one and two. And then you've got Squire darting through. So I would go one, two and eight from a quaddy perspective. And, and a, as a um, fence line, exotics, one, two, four and eight for a trifecta. But one, two, eight for the quaddy. Okay, race six for the mares over the mile here. How many do we need to play? Yeah, tricky little mares race this one. Um, of mark number nine, Blissful Lily on top. She's first up in about six weeks for Sean Grimsey. Sean does a great job with his horses and they're always turned out in great order. So um, I'm just aware of that factor and he does have a good record with mares too. The uh, latest one that sort of went back, Ruby's for Tash. So... Um, of mark number nine on top, but also throwing in number four feels like a winner. She was really good last week. Um, and throwing number eight, AJ Breezy Rose. She'll need plenty of luck from that draw, but she's going well, as are all the Colin Godden team. So uh, four, eight, and nine in that second league. Okay, four, eight, nine. Race number seven. Uh, we know these guys, they go around week in, week out. Uh, race number seven, over the 2,138 metres, it looks fairly open. Yeah, it certainly does. And like you say, we see him week in, week out. We've got sort of the same situation. Vinnie Chase run down at West Point last week. At West Point, you know, comes up in one of the earlier races. But uh, of marks number seven, Sam is perfection on top. Inside the second line probably wasn't the best option for him last week. He finished off nicely. Should be plenty of uh, tempo generated in this race with Sean Trey, Invincible Loxton, Casino Tommy all there, all likely uh, who like to go forward. So I'll put seven on top from number five, Vinnie Chase, and I think the winner comes from either of those two. So happy to play that skinny five and seven. OK, five and seven there. And race eight, another race for the Mares. Again, we go over the mile. How do we finish off the quarter? Yeah, well, I thought uh, 
Wires Firebug. She was our best bet last week and um, was in all sorts with uh, the way I had the race mapped. I had her in front and then all of a sudden she's three fence, but absolutely rattled home. I think this is a race that generates some good early tempo here with a Rainbow Delight now back in the draw from gate three. Uh, She'll be looking to get forward. Total Diva was really big last week from gate seven. Um, I'm happy to have Wires Firebug on top uh, from three and four, but I thought Wires Firebug, another good bet with that speed. Okay, so three, four and six in that final leg. So the first leg, one, two, eight. Second leg, four, eight, nine. Third leg, five and seven. We bring it home with three, four and six. Uh, the best bet for Darren Clayton. Race one, number 10, Mac Da Vinci. And he just feels the one that might be under the odds uh, tomorrow night is race four, number six, Governor Jujon. Great to see him back. He is coming off a long layoff, an injury-enforced layoff. He hasn't started since December last year. So Darren just thinks that might be a, a, a little bit uh, too much too soon with uh, Governor Jujon with that draw and the distance, 2,138 metres. Good program highlighted by that free-for-all. Race number two, that's over the mile. Start time for that race is at 6.12. Darren, as always, appreciate the time. Best of luck tomorrow night. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, let's see if that track record does get a shake.